Aussies Abroad. Thanks to Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere. On our Aussies Abroad, thanks to Flight Centre, we spoke to uh, Matthew Leckie. We went to uh, Germany. Well, this week uh, we got another Aussie Abroad, and he's a soccerer who's just pulled stump. Uh, we're going to England, and that is uh, Mark Milligan, who after a fantastic career with the Socceroos, the captain of the Socceroos, and after 80 games, has the, decided to call it quits. He joins us now. Mark, thanks for joining us. Uh, good morning, or good evening. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, what is the, just as a matter of interest, what's your temperature where you are? It's two at the minute, so it's quite <laughs> a nice morning here. Well, add another 40 to that yeah, here, Millsy. We've we got the... about a yeah, 40 degree day here, so I hope you don't feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey uh, was it a tough uh, decision for you to uh, pull stumps on your soccer career? And obviously you had to think about it, but was it a toughie? Well, yeah, obviously it's, um, you know, it's, 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 it was never going to be easy. Uh, it's been something that, that's probably been uh, on my mind for a little while. And I think the place that, that Arnie's in with the boys now, um, making, shit, making that decision was made a little bit easier by the fact I'm knowing that good hands both with the coach and, and the boys coming through. Mark, uh, part of your decision, you've ta- you've spoken about your desire to coach and the impact that the national team has in taking you out of uh, your your club football. Did that also play a part in your decision? Uh, yeah, definitely. Look, a lot of the reasons for me coming to Europe so late in my career was uh, obviously my... Um, you know, what I wanted to do after football. So uh, it definitely did play a part. Um, it wasn't the main thing, but, uh, you know, being able to now spend the time here and helping helping Southend uh, in the league and, and looking forward, um, you know, it just, it just felt like, I guess, everything was sort of aligned in terms of, you know, it was, it was about time for me to, to move on and, and, I guess, you know, start to prepare for the next phase. You're one of uh, two Socceroos, with uh, Tim Cale being the other one to have gone to four World Cups. What were some of the highlights for you Drew, throughout your Socceroos career? Um, well, you know, I had a bit of a chance to look back, and it was probably one thing I didn't really expect, but probably the, the 2006 going to the World Cup, you know, so young and being in the team that I was, was obviously a massive highlight for me. Um, but I think I think the main thing in my soccer career was was the Asian Cup. To be able to to win the Asian Cup on home soil was um, was was unbelievable, honestly. And and that's probably dominated my thoughts over the last few weeks since I have since I have retired. Uh, you know, that period, I think, and, you know, well, I was very lucky with all the coaches. Yeah, very good exposure. Learned a great deal. I think that period with Ange and the the transition with the players. Uh, I think that made it a little bit uh, little bit more special for me, to be honest. Well, you started with the uh, golden generation, really. You were in the squad back in 2006, and it's uh, over the years, a lot of those players retired. How do you see the, the the current state of the Socceroos from when you started to now? I mean, we had some big players then, let's face it, playing in the big leagues. Not so much nowadays. No, it's a little bit different, but I, you know, I think the makeup of the team mentality is different as well. You know, we were very easily relying on players, you know, these players, Timmy, Raduka, um, you know, even Chirina and, and Skoko. And I think now it's, it's a lot more about, um, you know, the way that we prepare as a team, uh, you know, the, the different tactics that we take into a game. Uh, uh, it's a different mentality now. And, um, you know, I think football in general has changed and, you know, the national team's changed with it. But I think, I think the more success that, that, that we get as a, as a soccer team, the 
siblings are younger. You'll see a lot more uh, young Australians, um, you know, moving abroad and and doing well, uh, you know, like like the boys in the golden generation, so to speak, did. What about Graham Arnold? Uh, how do you rate him? I mean, I'm a big fan of Graham's. There was a little bit of controversy when he got the gig. Are you happy with uh, the appointment? And and is he is he the man to take us forward? Yeah, definitely. Look, Arnie's, um, you know, I think since he came in, it was always a, a difficult job. He was looking to make, you know, uh, quite a few changes and introduce quite a few new boys to to the national team. And uh, it's all it's always tough because you can sort of bring in you know, all the talent you want, but until players actually play at international level and and get that exposure and get that experience, um, you know, I guess you never know how, how they're going to go and they're never going to improve until they're able to get on the field. I think it's a you know, to all day the international level, and, and as I say, the only way to, to help these players develop is to expose them to to game time. And you know, I think he's done a wonderful job of that over the last year. And you know, while we we still wanted to be successful at the Asian Cup in January, which quite turned out, I think those games that that players like Awar and uh, you know these young boys were exposed to will will help going forward. And you know, next year's a massive year. I think that the Copper next year will. Will be amazing, and you know I'm expecting I'm expecting our boys to put on a good show and you know do well and they'll lead us well into the second phase of the World Cup qualifiers. You were able to captain your country for 19 times, which is amazing. Putting your coach's hat on now, which which are some of the boys now that are showing that leadership those leadership qualities to to step up and and take over with the armband. Yeah, look, I think you know, obviously that. Um, I think a few now who have sort of been around, and obviously with the experience that he has, even even our current boy, uh, I think is a massive part of that. He's a massive part of that group now going forward, and and things as well. So, you know, we we established a good leadership group over the last years, losing you know, Timmy and Mille, who were obviously a massive part of that that leadership structure. So. You know, with players like that, as I said, with Maddie and Leckie and, and even Moy, uh, you know, I think there's plenty of boys there that will, will fill the void. Um, obviously, I'm not too sure we'll play Arnie will go, but I know the core group of that that team now, the leadership group, uh, you know, are all very much capable of stepping up. Terrific. All right, Dad. Now, you're applying your trade nowadays with uh, and the skipper of uh, South End United. Explain to us and our listeners, what's the standard like in the division you're in? How would you compare it to what we see here, possibly, the A-League? Yeah, look, the standard is is good. There's a lot of teams that that very much like to to play a lot of football. Um, you know, keep the ball, play out from the back, and obviously, it's a, there's a lot of teams in the league. So, um, you know, the uh, the timetable of the games doesn't always sort of allow you to to play the the prettiest football, I guess. And it's very much a, a results based business over here. So, it, it's very demanding. Uh, you know, both physically and and mentally, but it's something I'm I'm enjoying. It's um you know it's a it's a challenge. We haven't had the best start to the season, and uh, it's kind of a blessing. I think that there are so many games. Um, you know, Sol's been Sol Campbell's been working very hard to turn our fortunes around, and this Christmas break for us is extremely important. Um, you know, we have as I say, we have a lot of games and uh, against some very good teams. Um, you know, we've got Bolton on the weekend who. You know, their predicament at the moment isn't great, but they're still a massive club. So mm. uh, heading up to Manchester and getting a result there is, is, is never easy. Yeah, for sure. Do you get a bit of stick about being an Aussie, Mr. Skippy, there? Um, uh, not, not, not too much. <laughs> uh, was uh, pro- probably more so when you asked it, Ron. It's quite down a bit now. <laughs> 
so they don't mind you being an Australian and being their captain as well. And then, then we beat them in the cricket. <laughs> yeah, cricket, cricket didn't help, but it's, it's all right now. They've <laughs> lived on, so they, um, no, nah, they're good. They're, they're, they're good. And I think they, they appreciate, you know, there's a, there's a few of us in the team, a few older ones mixed with quite a few young ones. So I think, uh, you know, they appreciate the experience and you know, we're going to sort of need all of that in, in this period. All right, terrific, Mark. Well, good luck for the rest of the season there with uh, Southend. Uh, have a terrific... Are you going to get a white Christmas where you live? Does it snow there? Um, yeah, it does. I think they are maybe predicting a little bit of snow, but we'll see. All right, well, uh, have a have a terrific Christmas and a, and a great New Year, and congratulations on a fantastic career with the Socceroos too, by the way. Thank you very much for having me on. Yep, good on you. Mark Milligan, the uh, former captain of uh, the Socceroos, has... Uh, pulled the stumps on his career. It's amazing. I remember when he started, and and you could say the same, how quickly your career does disappear, doesn't it, when you start and oh, now you finish? Absolutely. It is scary to think that, and, and particularly when you talk to the younger players that were coming through when you were a senior player, like Mark Birigitti, yeah. <laughs> uh, who said he was 17 when he came to Adelaide United, and now you look at it, and he's almost 30, he's having a kid, he's, he's engaged to be married, and Crazy. then you look at Mark Milligan, who's only... Uh, a few years younger than me, but it's still, these players seem like they've been around forever. And Millsy's still relatively young. Well, I mean, he seems that way, doesn't well, it? Fr- from a playing perspective, he's still got years, a few years to go. I would think possibly playing, but you know, with what he's saying, uh, with how physical the game is and, yeah. uh, over there in, in the third division of uh, the English football, now who knows what's going to happen. Um, and particularly with ambitions to, to coach, uh, You've got to say that he's been around a lot of coaches, a lot of leagues. He would have picked up a lot of great ideas from around the different countries that he's played in to, to put all that, meld all that together to yeah. be uh, a good coach. A lot of experience. He's played at a lot of clubs and, uh, yeah, good on him. He's had a fantastic career. That's uh, Mark. I, I did uh, Mark Milligan, yeah. as you were going to say, but uh, I was actually chatting to his agent uh, yesterday morning and he did say that behind a good player is an even better agent. So okay. there you go. Yep, that's the word of the day, folks. Behind a good player, there's even a... Just writing it down. It's a bit more than a word, but... Uh, okay, you know. all right. Uh, the things of the day. Uh, that's our Aussie Abroad for uh, this week, and that was uh, Mark Billigan, all thanks to Flight Centre.